Welcome back to the 24 Podcast. This is Josh Rivers, your host. And I just wanted to bring you a quick update here. And so if you haven't seen it already, uh, hour two of our fan fiction project, 24 Countdown, was released um, a week or two ago. And so I just wanted to give you a quick uh, recap on that and then also give you a preview for what's coming up in hour number three, which will be released the week of uh, March 1st. So uh, I believe it's scheduled for March 2nd, that Monday, uh, to be exact. But anyway, so in hour two, let me just go ahead and read part of this here. With several men restraining Jack, face down with their knees firmly planted in the small of his back, they clasp a new pair of handcuffs around his wrists. Jack's feet are shackled to limit his kicking ability. The men yank on the chain connected to his cuffs to bring him to his feet. Jack sneers to hide the jolt of pain that surged through his shoulders and neck from that jerk. It isn't the worst pain he's ever felt, but it's enough to remember that those muscles and joints still exist. Despite his, de- despite his desire to cooperate for the moment out of sheer curiosity, his instincts were in high gear examining his captors. If he were to attempt to escape, this is not the opportune time. Even if he overcame all these men, he knew nothing of the facility outside the confined confines of his cell. He assumes that he's below ground, but beyond that, it's just speculation. With a shove, Jack is pushed into the hallway. Just then, Jack could taste some blood on his lips. Was it his or the colonel's? He wasn't sure, but Jack wondered how much they would clean up the room before bringing in the next prisoner. A blood-stained room may open the mouths of some prisoners a little easier than not, and a good interrogator uses everything to his advantage. Hopefully... He will be able to find something out, a woman's voice came from the other room. I hope so, Kate replies, looking behind her. We're running out of options. And time, the woman says, walking into the room. It was never your government I was after, Jack said. I was exacting revenge on key individuals that had to pay a price. They just happened to work for your government. Passion. That's the other part of you I can respect. No, sir, replies the driver, and we have the device ready for remote detonation. The woman pulls the flip phone from her coat pocket and hands it to Lebedev. Perfect. Within the hour, Moscow would know just how serious we are, and then they'll have to listen to us after all this time. So that was just a recap, just some snippets from hour number two. Now, here's a little preview for what's coming in hour number three. The intruder sat in an old wooden chair, his hands placed on either armrest and restrained by zip ties at each wrist. His casual black t-shirt had been ripped off and dumped in tatters onto the floor. Kate nervously paced the room, concerned with how they had been found out and by whom. Just how many others had he told or who knew of their presence here? Belchek emerged from the kitchen with a large glass, filled to the brim with ice-cold water. He walked behind the bound man and emptied the glass over his head, prompting him to awake and jolt back and forth where he sat, sputtering weakly. Chloe stared at him, arms folded. She continued to the rack her brain, attempted to work out how this guy could know her, but to no avail. Now awake, their captive threw a wry smile in Kate's direction. He stopped pacing the room to look at his, him in disdain. You're making a mistake here, he challenged before he could say anything. No, you made the mistake of coming here, Belichick intervened before Kate could respond. You're going to tell us what we want to know? Let's start simple. Who are you? 
I just want to tell you how glad I am that you joined our cause. Russia deserves what's about to happen. There was sincerity in her words, but mostly Katras just said this to impress Lebedev. But he continued to look at her with the same blank expression. Behind her back, her bands began to tremble again. Thank you, Katja, for your loyalty. You have done good work for us so far. But his praise was flat and the words had a cold edge. Lebedev paused and looked toward the rest of the group. But we are far from finished yet. This is only the beginning. After what felt like an eternity, Jack was led toward a nearby car, black with tinted windows. Despite that, this didn't seem to stand out as a government vehicle. As Jack approached the vehicle, the driver standing next to an open door identified himself as Ivan. He's one of my best bodyguards. I'm sure you know what will happen if you test him, Morozov informed Jack. Morozov's constant reminders were beginning to irk Jack. He got into the car and, much to his pleasure, contained leather seats. Nice to sit in something comfortable for a change, he thought to himself. Ivan turned to face Jack. Do not even think about escaping, Mr. Bauer. Mr. Morozov would not prefer to have to go to plan B, and I prefer not to get your brain cells all over my back seat. Are we clear? Jack nodded, and all the while thinking about how sadistic that sounded. He contemplated Ivan's words for a while, mentally questioning whether that was how others perceived his, his own threats. He looked out the window at Morozov as the car pulled away and breathed a sigh of relief to be getting away from the prison, even if it was only temporary. You can't stop it or us. That was the text message. Before he can contemplate the message, Jack heard a loud sound from the east. He rushed to one of the windows and looked out toward the city. A large cloud of black smoke billowed above the buildings. So again, that's just a snippet, a little preview of what's coming in hour three which should be released on March 3rd, or March 2nd, excuse me, March 2nd. And so if you want to be notified immediately when that comes out, you can go to 24faithful.com and scroll down and put your name on the email list, and you'll be notified immediately when that's posted. And you can also follow um, the show on Twitter at the24podcast, and we'll announce it there as well. Um, and then probably about a week after uh, the episode or so, we'll have another episode similar to this where we kind of recap um, the episode and so kind of bring that to you that way as well. And so with that, we definitely want to thank you for your support and help us be able to spread this. And so again, the website is 24faithful.com. And so definitely help us spread that. And so that would be very gracious. Uh, to be able to be able to see this spread out even farther. And so uh, maybe we can even reach some of the uh, directors and writers of the actual show, and maybe we can uh, kind of prod them toward trying to get another season, maybe get them some ideas, or maybe we can get some support from them as well. That would be pretty cool as well to be able to get that. And so definitely want to um, not take any more of your time, but go to 24faithful.com and check it out.